0: Welcome to Kiss the Sun podcast. My name is Daniel Fariner. In this episode, I was incredibly honored and privileged to talk with Victoria Kramer with Breath of Life Publishing. In this episode, we talk about God's command to instruct kids in the knowledge of the Lord. We talk about her writing biblical children's books. And we talked about some of the joys and challenges that it is to teach kids the word of God. We trust that this episode will be a blessing to you. Victoria, tell us a little bit about who you are and how you seek to glorify God with your life.
1: Yeah, so a little bit about me. Um, I was saved when I was 17 years old. That's when the Lord uh, came into my heart and I accepted him. And uh, since then... Uh, My husband and I got married when we were 21 um, and we've been youth leaders for the past eight years at our church and we've loved that ministry. It's actually where we met Daniel (laughs) and I'm aging myself here because uh, Daniel was in the youth group and we were the leaders, but um, that was been, that's just been like a great ministry that we've loved. And now we have our own little guy, um, just had him in August. So now we are trying to figure out how to teach him and bring him up in the lord and it's a little daunting being on the other side of it but yeah so that's a little bit about me and how i seek to glorify god um you know when i think about like how my life has glorified god in the past i think about all the crossroads i've been at all the turning points in my life that were presented to me and how I've handled them. Sometimes I chose the right path, and other times I failed and had to turn around. But one amazing thing about God is that He chooses to grow me in my faith along the way. So I just hope that my life is is one that my son can look at and see that I'm trying my best to choose to follow Christ. Every awesome. Day.
0: Well, Victoria, thanks for coming on podcast. As Victoria mentioned, I first met uh, Victoria and her husband Ryan through the youth ministry. They were youth volunteers uh, when I was. Three, that was. 10th grade, somewhere around there, 9th, um, and uh, yeah, that's where I first met them and became good friends with them, and, uh, and by God's grace, I, uh, I'm i still able to partner with them, and I go to the same church, and so I get to work with uh, Victoria and Ryan often, doing different ministry projects, proclaiming the gospel to kids, and uh, it's just been an incredible blessing. So in this episode, we're going to be looking at the idea of training kids, teaching kids the word of God. How do we raise up kids in the Lord? And so right now, we've been working through our first blog series called God Created. We've been looking at God's design for men and women, how God created them and how he designed them to image and glorify God through the specific natures that he gave them. And so as we've been going through this blog series, we started off looking in Genesis, talking about God creating. We talked about being made in his image. We talked about work. We talked about marriage. We talked about children. And now we are at the point of getting a little bit more into the New Testament, looking at specifically how are we to teach kids? How are we to raise up children in the Lord? And so that is where we're going to be headed in this episode. And to begin this episode this evening, I want to look at the Word of God. And look at Deuteronomy 6, verses 1 through 9. And it says this, Now this is the commandment, the statutes, and the judgments which Yahweh your God has commanded me to teach you, that you might do it in the land we are going over to possess, it, so that you and your son and your grandson might fear Yahweh your God. Keep all his statutes and his commandments, which I am commanding you, all the days of your life, that your days may be prolonged. O Israel, you shall listen and be careful to do it, that it may be well with you, that you may multiply greatly, just as Yahweh, the God of your fathers, has promised you in a land flowing with milk and honey. Hear, O Israel, Yahweh is our God. Yahweh is one. You shall love Yahweh, your God, with all your heart. With all your soul, with all your might, these words which I command you today shall be on your heart. You shall teach them diligently to your sons, and you shall speak of them when you sit in your house, and when you walk by the way, and when you lie down, when you rise up. You shall bind them as a sign on your hand, and they shall be as flacteries between your eyes. You shall write them on the doorposts of your house and on your So this is the word of the Lord that we are commanded to teach our children. We're to teach who God is at all times. In all different circumstances, we are to teach that Yahweh is our God. And so that is the command that we have been given. But now the the challenge becomes as we think about how are we to teach children who God is? How do we begin to to teach kids at, at a young age? And so we have a lot of these questions, and Victoria has done an incredible job of really seeking to really help parents teach kids about who the Lord is. So, Victoria, tell us a little bit, little bit about Breath of Life and how it began.
1: Yeah, so it really just started with an idea. Um, I had the the idea of writing a children's book with the main characters being based off my dogs. Um, I wanted it to be silly and fun, but more importantly, I wanted to include the gospel message in the story as well. I've worked in multiple different children's ministries, and I'm really close with my nieces and nephews. And I've just, I've learned so many things just being around children. And I think that the biggest thing that I learned is they are so smart. And they just soak everything up like sponges. Um, so you can give them hard truths, and you can give them the gospel message because they want to learn and they can understand them. We just have we just have to simplify the meanings for them so they can understand it. Um, and I also just think that there's there's a need for this um, genre to grow in children's books. Like there is a need for more books that explain the gospel and that explain hard biblical truths. There are books that are out there, but there's just not many and they're really hard to find. <laughs> um so that's really how it started. It it started with an idea and I kind of yeah. just ran with yeah, it. Yeah, that is
0: that is awesome to hear and it's it's cool to think as you were sharing that it was really like as you were serving the Lord, as you were working in in different ministries that I was able to to work in as well and partner and really serve at our local church, doing a lot of sports ministries, a VBS, all those different things. That it's It's cool how the Lord used that opportunity to begin to give you a burden to proclaim the gospel, but as you proclaim the gospel, to make it simple, to make it something that could be digestible for kids at a young age. Because if you're able to teach kids at a young age the word of God rightly, while also helping them to understand it, you can teach anybody. I've been just reminded of that mm-hmm. time and time again that as we teach the word, that as we faithfully proclaim it, we have to make sure that we're simplifying it, helping people to understand who God is, helping people to understand. What His Word commands, and and making it simple, then they can begin to to grow in their knowledge of the Lord and begin to understand all of who God is. And so I just I love love hearing that story of how the Lord really sort of led you um, to this. And there truly is just a need of children's books that are both biblical, but also yet simple enough for young kids. So what is the purpose and goal of breath of life
1: so um i'll explain the name first because i feel like this this helps you to understand so um when i had the idea to write children's books my husband was like all right let's start like an llc we're gonna make you official you know do the whole thing Um, so because of that i had to come up with a name for it so at the time i was studying in genesis and i was captivated with genesis 2 7. Uh, which says, then the Lord God formed man out of dust from the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life and man became a living being. So it just really hit me that we are nothing without God's breath in us. Um, you know, our bodies are nothing special. We're made of dirt. The only valuable thing we are given is God's spirit, but we're also responsible for that. You know, what are we going to do with that? Um, my goal with Breath of Life Publishing is to use what God gave me in order to share God's truth with hopefully the future church. You know, specifically that children would be able to see and understand that God is the one true shepherd, that he is good and perfect provider for all of their needs, and that he affects real change in the lives of the redeemed. And this change reveals itself in the bearing of spiritual fruit. So that's really the goal.
0: That is awesome. I love how you mentioned that you're, you're thinking about the future church, that you're seeking to teach kids the word of God, helping give practical tools through the avenue of books to parents so that they can teach their kids. And I'm reminded of, as you were talking, of this psalm. And I've read it in a couple of different psalms, but I was just reading this psalm just the other day. It came to my mind as you were saying about the future church, thinking about what we are doing when we teach our children. And Psalm 78 does this. It's talking about the idea of teaching, of setting the law in Israel. And then he talks about commanding our fathers. They should teach their children that God commanded Israel. He commanded parents to teach their kids about who God is. And in Psalm 78, verse 6, it says this that the generation to come might know, even the children yet to be born, that they may arise and recount them to their children, that they should set their confidence in God and not forget the deeds of God, but observe his commandments. And that I think is really the goal of, of what you're doing with the breath of life is that through God's strength by his spirit, you are seeking to write books that are going to help children to know the Lord. And Lord willing, let those children, cause the future generations, the children yet to be born, to have their confidence in the Lord. What a good reminder from Psalm 78, verses 6 through 7, that as we as we teach who the Lord is, kids, to to generations, that the Lord, by His grace, by His Spirit, through His work, that there will be generations after generations that will have their confidence, that will not forget the deeds of God, but have their confidence, have their trust in the Lord. And so what scriptural topics have you written about, have you covered thus far in your series? And as you've been doing that, what have been some of the challenges that have arisen when tailoring scripture to kids?
1: Yeah, so uh, my series, The Adventures of Bucky and Diamond, that tackles who God is. Book one teaches that God is our shepherd using Psalm 23, and book two teaches that God is our provider using the passage in Nehemiah um, that basically summarizes the Israelites in the wilderness with Moses my other series plants on a sill um that series is based off galatians 5 to 23 so each book explores a fruit of the spirit with little plant characters um those two first books i use parables and um the third book i use a verse in philippians so i'm kind of all over the place <laughs> yeah i don't have like a set standard <laughs> like i use the whole bible i'm all over but I think the biggest challenges are not compromising the hard truths. You know, I want kids to understand that they need a savior. I don't ever want to get to a place where I'm sugarcoating the gospel just to sell books. However, it does have to be done in a way that children can understand, like we were saying before. You know, I can't be too wordy, but I also it can't be too watered down. There is a balance. And sometimes I I might be a little wordy on purpose because I do think it's important for parents aunts, uncles, whoever is reading these books to use them as springboards. So I might write about a topic that your child has a lot of questions on, and I think that that's great. That's what I want. I want my stories to be conversation starters. I want adults to dig into God's word with their little ones, and I want them to learn together.
0: That is awesome. Love that you've been all throughout scripture, the Old Testament and the New Testament, because we've often now, in our our time, there has been such an emphasis on the New Testament and very little emphasis on the Old Testament. So I love that you've included the mm-hmm. New Testament and the Old Testament in your books that you've written about different concepts that are covered in different parts of Scripture and that you have not sought to, to sacrifice the Word of God for, for selling books. There is a great need to have biblically solid not just for adults but also for kids because as we have seen a softening of the word of god as we have seen word of god twisted as we as we've seen the gospel distorted in so many different ways there is a very big gap of good solid christian books and i love that you're Seeking to provide good, solid biblical books for kids. That you're not sugarcoating the gospel. That you're seeking to kiss the sun, as Psalm 2 would say, as you're writing books. You're helping kids to, to know the sun, to love the sun, to fear the sun, the, the sun being Christ. And so that is awesome. So, how has the Lord been using breath of life in your life? And in others for the glory of God.
1: So I think in my life, I've just been, I've been learning so much by um, writing these books. Each book I do, I have to do a lot of research, uh, which is probably one of the best parts. I like to have a good overview of each topic. You know, the fruit of the spirit is really fun. I learned so much, especially just starting with the first book on love, like just reading all the passages on love, it was so convicting. I fall short on that every single day. So I think it's just glorifying to God just to sit down and just study before I write, just to pray about it, being in God's word, open to just learning more about him and what it says in scripture. So when I think about how these books can be used in other lives to glorify God, I think I would just say that my hopes are that my books can be really great tools. I want them to inspire children to want to learn about God and really get to know him. I hope that parents and adults can read these books and just learn themselves and use them to teach their little ones. You know, I hope that the scripture memory at the end of the plant series is used and loved by children so they can remember scripture for years to come. I I really, I just hope that whatever God wants to accomplish with these books, I can be willing and a faithful servant to him.
0: It's funny because like, you're writing for a specific age group like you're writing to the kids but i'm, I'm thinking as, as you're saying that mm-hmm. that like the unique thing about books is that books impact more age group than just the age group that it was designed for so that as kids are reading the books and as parents are reading them alongside their kids. The parents may be edified and cut to the heart just as much as the kids are as they're understanding Mm -hmm. topics and looking at the Word of God. And so I love that uh, there's that part of it because Scripture is so applicable. It is a living and active sword that cuts to the heart. So as you teach the word, as you articulate scripture in your books, that is something that is incredibly unique about putting scripture in children's books, that you're helping not just kids, but also adults to better know the Lord and grow in their love for the Lord. So how many books have you published?
1: So right now I have five books published. I have two books in The Adventures of Bucky and Diamond and three books in Plants on a Sill.
0: Awesome. And so the the one series is done in the Psalms, The Adventures of Bucky and Diamond.
1: Um, so the Adventures of Bucky and Diamond, that they are. I actually have them right here. Um, yeah, so the first book um is god is my shepherd so that is psalm 23 and it just goes right through the psalm 23 and just explains like how god is our shepherd um what that looks like in our life and god is my provider the second bucky and diamond book that one is actually based in nehemiah but it's like about um the israelites and it's about them complaining with moses and aaron and how god is just the perfect provider no matter what
0: Awesome. So it's, it is all throughout the Old Testament because I was thinking it was just like more in the Psalms. And then Plants on the Sill is all over. based on. Tell us <laughs> about that.
1: Yeah. So Plants on a Sill is based on the fruits of the Spirit that's found in Galatians. Each book is one fruit of the Spirit. So the first one is love. And then the second one is joy. And the third one that I just published is peace. And they kind of use like. I kind of use the story to teach a little bit more in, in Plants on a Sill. So the plant characters might be dealing with not being loving enough or, you know, like the first one is kind of like a play on the Good Samaritan and what that looks like with plants. <laughs> um, and then uh, joy is based on another parable. That's the parable, the hidden, um, hidden treasure parable. So yeah. Once again, I'm all over the Bible. It's whatever makes sense to what I'm teaching. You know, I don't want to take anything out of context. So I'm just looking for stories that explain each fruit of the spirit the best way and just kind of use them with different characters and funny little stories, bright illustrations, (laughs) whatever helps them learn better.
0: Awesome. So, Where can people buy your books?
1: Um, so they can buy them on Amazon or they could find me on social media and I could, um, you know, ship directly to them. I'm on Instagram and Facebook. You can find me at breath of life publishing.
0: Wonderful. Well, thank you, Victoria, for coming on the podcast. And thank you for this tremendous ministry that the Lord has opened the door uh, for you to have. I know it was, it was very exciting when you first announced because of life launched around the same time that everlasting rock did uh so it was very exciting because both of us were doing different ministry things and we weren't really sure how the lord was gonna use it all for his glory so it's been been cool to to walk this journey doing different things seeking to proclaim the word of god uh, faithfully and uh, rightly and then it's just been an incredible incredible blessing serving with you at our local church and just making christ known Thank you for listening to this episode of Kiss the Sun podcast. We highly encourage you to go follow Breath of Life Publishing on Facebook and Instagram. And we encourage you to go buy Victoria's books. They are well written, beautifully illustrated, and most importantly, biblical. Our prayer is that you would love, submit, and serve the Lord Jesus Christ in your life if you enjoyed this episode subscribe for future episodes leave us a review and share it with others if you were blessed by it visit us at everlastingrock.net to learn about our purpose our team and to find more of our podcasts and read some of our blog also check out our website to read our blog series entitled god Created," where we have been exploring god's design for men And women. By the grace of God through Christ, may you build your life on the Lord, who is an everlasting rock.